To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. News Talk ZB Canterbury Mornings with John McDonald. So one of the five Christchurch City Councillors who voted pretty much technically in favour of the government's housing intensification policy is Sarah Templeton. She's with us now. Hi, Sarah. Why did you vote in favour? Uh, it's really clear that um, as a council, we are not a sovereign country. We can't just go to war with the government. Um, you know, we swear an oath to do those authorities' powers and duties vested in or imposed on us. And I think that it's really clear, and we had crystal clear advice, that if we didn't vote in favour of... And it wasn't just the density, but it was all of the changes that we had made to the density requirements then the government can simply step in and we could have an absolutely worse outcome. So was your vote towing the line with the government or agreeing that there's a problem that needs fixing here? I would frame it differently. My vote was um, doing the duty that I swore to do when I was sworn into office. So, what, but why do we need this policy in Christchurch? Can you explain that? Uh, listen, I, you know, there are some issues with having a blanket approach However, we had made significant changes to it. So we'd carved out areas for coastal hazards, rockfall hazards. We'd carved out some housing um, and some heritage and some character areas as well. We'd put in some height limits in areas where um, there might not be height limits otherwise. Um, And we'd also done what we could to protect trees. So currently in our city, there are no tree protections and someone can clear foul a section when they're developing with absolutely zero regard for the trees. What we were planning on putting in was some financial contributions. So if a developer didn't retain the trees or they didn't plant back enough trees afterwards, they would be pinged and then that money would go to the council so that we could plant trees in the streets or parks nearby to make up for that loss of canopy cover. That will disappear now and we will still have zero protections for trees um, because it's really unlikely that a Crown manager um, who comes in to put their, to notify the plan um, will add that in. So I think the developers went out of us. Some people might say you can replant trees but you can't take away three three-storey structures once they're built. You can replant trees but where's the incentive to do that and the funding to do that if the trees are just fair calendar Clear fouls to start with. Okay, can so we I know uh, that can, developers can build around trees, and we're trying to incentivise them to do that. So it sounds to me like your your reasoning for supporting the policy is that because you think you by doing so you'd have some say in it. You still haven't. Right. You and still so don't. You st- but you still don't seem to think that there's a problem that, ne- that needs fixing in Christchurch. Oh, there's absolutely a problem that needs fixing in Christchurch. It's not so bad for people who currently own their own homes, but if you're a renter, if you're a young person looking at the housing market, a median price of $690,000 is not affordable. And the only way that we can fix that um, is through a greater supply of a greater range of housing. And we know the reason that Christchurch is in a better place now is because there was increased supply after the earthquakes, um, increased rules, um, allowance for density and those kind of things. People in Christchurch hated the fact that our, Christ, our district plan was taken away from the City Council and done by central government after the earthquakes. And yesterday, Council voted to let that happen again. What would you say or how would you feel if uh, you discovered that next door to your place, 
uh, one of these uh, or three of these monstrosities was going to be built? Uh, well, I, 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 you know, I have a sunny garden with a veggie garden um, and a three-storey unit next to me would block some sun for part of the day. Remember, the sun doesn't move across the sky. Um, but actually, I have just recently lost um, the one small view shaft that I had through to the Southern Alps from my place in Heathcote Valley. Um, our neighbours built in a, a unit down the back, um, and now I can't see the Alps at sunset and see that little sliver, and um, and that's disappointing. But it means that there's a whole um, home for someone else to live in. So you would so, so you would see the complaining. so you'd see the greater good if this happened next door to you. Absolutely, you know when you look at. Um, $690,000 as a median house price and the number of renters and young people simply unable to get into the market. I've heard from a lot of them ahead of the decision and I've had lots of contact from people since um, thanking me for that. So I've got one here. Um, you know, disappointing outcome yesterday, but thank you for voting yes on the housing density issue. I know many young people like myself are concerned about growing housing affordability issues and inequalities, as well as preparing for and addressing the effects of climate change. Medium density housing options are a step in the right direction towards levelling the playing field for younger generations to get into the housing market, while mitigating the need for urban sprawl and its resultant harms to the environment. Unfortunately, our voices were underrepresented and underconsidered in the decision-making process. All right, I've got one final one final thing to cover off with you. How likely do you think it is the government's going to intervene now? I think they will have to intervene, um, and you know I don't know what they will put in as direction, um, but it's a clear policy that they've got. So you'd be comfortable with a crime manager or commissioner coming in and, and doing it on behalf of the council? Well, clearly not, because I voted to not let that happen. But other people are clearly happy with a, a government manager coming in. And you think that's inevitable? I don't think it's inevitable, but I think that it's a, 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 a huge risk that people were prepared to take. Sarah, thank you for your time today. Not a problem. Okay, thanks, all those. Thank you. It's uh, Christchurch City Councillor Sarah Templeton. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.